love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's August 28th, 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Ryder the Young, and what's going on with you? Well, last night I realized my spirit animal is a bull, because I too run headfirst into red flags. (laughs) Interesting. Now that you think about it, yes. (laughs) Well, he's a toe tapper and a finger snapper. He's your host, The Fitz. That's where I got it from because the. the where did you find fingers. that? Oh, oh. Spirit snaps. Spirit fingers. Oh, so, uh, Made me think about all that snapping. Uh, we have a lot of stuff on the show today. You guys check it out. Um, first of all, all jacked up returns. Yay! Yes. <laughs> it's where we really figure out how how alike we really are. Yep. With all jacked up. Uh, what else is going on? Oh yeah, we're gonna have a special edition of midweek crisis today. Like if anybody's having a mid, mid midweek crisis. Where's my stapler? Where's my stapler? Anybody having a a midweek crisis? (laughs) Welcome to the Hump Day Show. What are you kidding me stories on the way? Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now. Here's my daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. As I begin now. With a study out of Runner's World. Uh-oh. Run and done. A new study just found the average person spends one third of their run thinking about how much running sucks. Absolutely. <laughs> no, just a third. One not third? Not true. I spend three quarters of my run thinking <laughs> yeah, about okay. how much running sucks. 40% of the time goes to thinking about pace and distance, and 28% goes toward enjoying the scenery and letting your mind wander. But most of the time is like, man, this really sucks, and it's ruining my knees. Yeah. Yep. You know? I did have a buddy who used to run. He said he would describe something called the runner's high, though, like where he would get in this zone, and sometimes he would say that hours would go by, and Those he's, like, and he's running. Those people Yeah. I never got that. Uh, yeah. I, of course, I don't ever run recreationally, but when I was in the Marine Corps, we had to run miles and miles and miles. I never felt good about it. I never got yeah. the high. No. See, when yeah. when I would run... Just didn't feel right. Nope. Yeah, when I would run, I would get like a mild runner's high where it was just like pushing yourself. Like you almost feel weightless for like a, like a minute or so and then it that's goes because away. because you were high. Yeah. Well, the yeah, but that's high. different. It's, probably, it's also probably because you... you yeah. When you finish the run, you drink a beer. That's your runner's high. Yeah. I was going to say the reason you felt what you felt... You, you felt like a runner's high, yeah. I felt high. Well, that's because you had a big old dude before you, you ran. <laughs> well, that's the only way to run. <laughs> He read about the runner's high. And he says, "This is something I want to get into. <laughs> Running high. So you must run a lot <laughs> every day." All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? I'm gonna take you out of Illinois. Blame it on Obama. Blame it on Obama. <laughs> Folks, a man in Illinois. He was just busted weeks ago at Jane's Erotica Shop for shoving several. Uh, adult, you know, toys down his britches. One of them was the Techno Rabbit 5000. Uh, mm-hmm. When the cops <laughs> took him to jail, he started complaining about former President Barack Obama <laughs> and signed his name as uh, on the signature line in jail. He, he, he put, said that his name was President Obama. Obviously, they knew that it wasn't President Barack Obama. No kidding. How um, could they be sure? Well, you know, 23andMe. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> He's facing a felony charge of retail theft. I, I don't know why he would go to one of those adult shops and blame his theft on a former president of the United oh, States. But that's like the number one thing I miss about the uh, pre- uh, Obama's presidency. We got to blame everything on him. 
He just goes, thanks, Obama. <laughs> oh, my, my shoe just ripped in half. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> did you really do that? Did you really do oh, that? Oh, all the time. We did it all the time in high school. Yeah, when he was our president. Like, Are you kidding? We'd fail a test and go, thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like the funny thing to do. It was just the end thing. Yeah, it was just thanks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> What's everybody say now? I, n- nothing. <laughs> Everybody just keeps their head down and moves along. Yeah. All right, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz Happens Live. F-I-E with a C. Fitz Happens Live. Live. And I must say that our friend Lady Gaga is in some trouble, y'all. Lady Uh-oh. Gaga's in some serious trouble. What was it just a couple of weeks ago? I think that Katy Perry was accused of stealing a song, and she had to pay how much money? Do you remember that? Uh, in all of million, million bucks. Eight million, and she had Whoa. to pay half a million of yeah. that. Yeah. I can't believe Dang. it's not worth that much. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a songwriter out there who is accusing Lady Gaga's Academy Award winning song, Shallow. Shallow. You know that song from A Star is Born? Didn't Mark Ronson really write that song? Will you come in, boy? Are you lonely wearing corduroy? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, obviously, he, he says it's from his song called Almost, which was released in 2012. And this guy, Steve Ronson, he's accusing Lady Gaga. His attorney says there is an official report from a renowned and respected musicologist proving that two songs have significant similarities. And uh, Gaga's attorney said that she's going to be fighting the claims. Here, let's see. This is a clip of Shello, okay, uh, that apparently sounds like this Ronson's song, Almost. Let's see. I'm in all the good times I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I fear myself. Okay, and this is the clip from Steve Ronson's Almost. He's the dude saying, Lady Gaga, you stole my stuff. You better straight up pay up. Can't you see that I'm almost home? And I can feel. You make the call right now. Did Lady Gaga straight up steal it? Is she a thief? Thoughts, uh, Drew? I think that the chorus sounds very, very much like it. But once again, there's only so many uh, chords that can be played on particular instruments. There's Uh so many arrangements of them. This is bound to happen. Now, did she steal the subject matter and the Mm -hmm. idea of the song? I don't think so. How many years does she go to prison? I think she should do six months with time. Okay, Claire, we know how you feel. You think uh, she's innocent. She did not steal it from anyone. Yeah, I think this guy, Steve Ronson, is trying to capitalize on the name Mark Ronson, and they're not related. And Mark Ronson really wrote that song, and I think it's bogus. Uh, Ryder the Young, and what say you, sir? Uh, You know, it does sound familiar, but kind of like Drew said, there's only so much you can do with music nowadays. I I think she might have taken it by accident, but I don't think it was on purpose. I think it's fits. I think they should put her in the same jail as Lori Laughlin, and I agree (laughs) with Drew. Six months? Yeah. Six months with but early release with time. good time. For, yeah, yeah but you time. just want them to make a women behind bars movie. That's yeah! what you want. Orange is the new black. Well, it's it's starring Lady Gaga. <laughs> the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And I just thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, since Choose Your News, we could choose whatever we want. There's a rumor going around that Kevin Bacon could, could be the very next Freddy Krueger. <gasps> I Kevin repeat, Bacon? Kevin Bacon from Footloose could be the next Freddy Krueger. There's they, nothing scary about Kevin Bacon. Are they remaking that? I don't know. Huh. There was rumors that they were going to try and do another one, yeah. For the record, Kevin is 61 years old, by the way. Why Why do you need a star to play Freddy Krueger? Because it takes a complete face makeup. mask. It's right. a complete application that's that covers true. every bit of it. That's no true. one knew the guy, who Freddy, uh, uh, Robert England, who played him before. Nobody knew who he was. Unless he's getting an origin story. <gasps> oh. Because they tried that once and it failed horribly with the guy from, oh. he was on Watchmen. He was the redhead guy. Yes. One, uh, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock the door. Five, I was freaking six, on all the children. get a crucifix. 
Seven, eight, stay up late. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> All right, Drew, over to you. Choose your news. NBA legend Larry Bird is demanding to have his tattoos removed. Wow. On a mural of him in Indiana. Uh, oh. So the great, who I believe went to Indiana he State. Did. Yeah. He's from French Lake, Indiana, man. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he spotted a mural of him painted by graffiti artist uh, Jules Muck. It's on the Fountain Square building in uh, Indianapolis, and it's got a picture of him in his powder blue Indiana uniform, but it's it's a young Larry Bird, but it's covered with tattoos, including uh, it, there's a bunnies mating on his arm, a spider web <laughs> on his shoulder, a cardinal on his cheek. Oh, my god! And basically, through his attorney, see, uh, his attorney says, Larry didn't elevate himself to where he is now uh, to, to have this sort of thing put up. They're demanding. They're okay with the mural. They just want the tattoos removed. <laughs> Why did they put tattoos on it? I don't know. It's, it's art. All right, Claire, choose your news. Well, forget your Fitbit and your Apple Watch. The new place to track your workout is in your shorts. What? <laughs> A wow. company called Tribe Wearables is developing gym shorts that have sensors that collect data and send it to an app, which suggests exercises that would suit you best and at what intensity. They're also working on a smart T-shirt. I hope they don't track what's going on in my pants. It'd be very, know, very right? sad. Intensity in your yeah. pants. What, what exactly are they measuring? It's like I said, what, well, what, what, not what much. What do fellas do when you're working out that in your shorts says, yeah, this is working, or you know no, I need more I'll reps. tell you exactly what it is. I know what it is, because uh-huh. I know my body, and I know men. Uh-huh. I know a man's body. Careful uh-huh. with that. Oh, I know. That sounds weird, but I'm just saying I know my body. <laughs> uh-huh. I believe it's based off of the temperature down there. Oh. Interesting. That's For right. example, right. men could always survive. In the very end, men are going to survive if, it, if a cold something ice age hits, because we could always put our hands there and keep ourselves warm. Uh-huh. Interesting. It keeps everything at a certain temperature. So if you're not if you're not working out enough, it's like you're not sweating enough, buddy. You need to ump right. the intensity. Mm-hmm. For example, <laughs> if it doesn't maintain a certain temperature down there, men cannot continue to create and bring people into the world. Uh-huh. That's true, yeah. If it's oh. not at a certain temperature. I never thought of that. We will be oh. the last to survive. Well, let me tell you something. When you get a look at these shorts, <laughs> they look like they're going to electrocute you. So <laughs> you ain't going to survive your next workout. <laughs> All right, right of the young and choose your news. You guys remember how we were talking about Spider-Man leaving Sony? Oh, or yeah. leaving Marvel but going to Sony. Yes, right. you were worried about that, right? Well, yeah, no. So now the new thing going on is saying that Marvel asked for 50-50. That's what they wanted because they had all the sales and Sony was getting all the movie sales. Well, it looks like there was some lies told. It looks like Marvel wanted 70-30, so Sony would have gotten 70%. Marvel would have gotten 30%. But here's the weird thing is none of us know what's true. But as of recent, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. have been posting pictures all over Instagram Almost in celebration. So is he back? Uh oh. I don't oh. know. Have we all been scammed? Is that what this is? That's like what it was it all a big like. PR Are you thing? Suggesting yeah. the entertainment industry lies. Yeah, kinda, uh. yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. What's up? You can send us a message on Facebook real quick. Uh, Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Let's be friends. Digital friends forever. My name is Fitz, father of five. I'm from the, from the state of Texas, North Texas, actually. Uh, and, and I'm a tall dude. I'm a tall dude. I'm six foot seven. Right over there, his name is Drew, United States Marine. Uh, and he is a man who I met in a hot tub years ago. Drew, anything else you'd like to say about yourself? Well, that is my most defining feature, but also I'm a dog lover, I'm a car guy, yep. and I've been with my girlfriend for close to 11 years, and we are not married, and it just can't take that. I just can't take it. <laughs> he hates it. I just can't see how she handles that. You know? It's no all rain. about love. It's all love about love. Keep us together. <laughs> love, love will, love will, will keep, keep us together. together. And whenever. Until some guy comes along singing a song. He'll give her a ring and won't make it a thing. Just stop. (laughs) If you really love her, stop. (laughs) You know what I mean, Drew? (laughs) I hear you. Until some dude walks by and gives her a ring. But the way marriage works today, that doesn't seem to stop people either. So some guy comes by with a ring for, you know, a married woman. I don't know. I don't know. Take him away there, too. (laughs) Hey, right over there, her name is Claire. Season radio pro, brilliant writer, and she should have been the voice of Dory in Finding Nemo. Yes. <laughs> wow, that would Think put me in great company. 
not only great company, but like multi, multi cajillionaire. Cajillionaire. Yeah. I wish. Can you imagine? That would be fun. That's yeah. one of my all time favorite movies. I love Finding it too. Nemo and Finding Dory too. They were both awesome. They did it right. I notice you 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 give your height. You don't give anyone else's height. I just oh. want to put it out there that I'm five eight. That's all. You are a very <laughs> tall woman. Yeah, I'm just I'm five eight. I'm yes. very proud of that. I think you, you should, should be. be proud of that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Right of the young and who's also five eight. <laughs> <laughs> I shrunk like four inches. <laughs> right of the young and he invented the phrase "talk nerdy to me" and don't you even try to say that you made it up because I know for a fact that Ryder the Youngin made that up. Uh, and he knows all things geek and comic book. Ryder the Youngin, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, how's it going? I like that intro. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody's ever announced Batman me. shirt on right now. Yeah, yes, nobody's ever announced me with so much enthusiasm. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, since we're on that Ryder the Youngin, uh, talk nerdy to us. Anything cool coming out from like the, uh, I don't know, maybe the tech world the next couple of weeks or month? The tech world? That's I, thought the, I think the new iPhone's coming out next, uh, in September, like the beginning of September. Yeah, I've heard rumors that they're working on a new iPhone that's supposed to be coming out, which is crazy because I feel like I just got this one and it was brand new, the iPhone mm-hmm. XX. Yeah. And it has the facial recognition. Like, what else are you going to do to it that's going to oh, make it? we say that every version. What else could it possibly do? Yeah, and then what it else does could it do? Something else. The only next step it could do is like a little hologram on your hand. Like, instead of FaceTime, oh, right. you, talk, you talk to your little mama. Right. Like you, like what I would do is help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I'm gonna send yeah. this to Apple. Uh-huh. Film a person, go up and down, like scan their body, and that's how it creates your own hologram. And then uh-huh. instead of FaceTime, the hologram just whoop, comes See, up. See, the technology for the scan exists and has existed for a long time. Yeah, the technology that doesn't exist and the physics don't really exist for is, is having this three dimensional hologram just exist in open space. That's no, what no, it's even just though a projector, they promise it over and over again. All yeah, no, that no. is is a projector. It's a projector, but You're it has right. to touch something. Yeah, the projector can't just project into space and stop. You see what I'm saying? Well, right. guess what? we're not going to solve that today, are we? No. 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 That sounds like a job for Apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Fit Show. This happens. Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. <laughs> the effort to hold someone accountable for this nation's devastating opioid crisis, more than 40 states have sued the companies that manufactured or distributed prescription painkillers, ordering Johnson & Johnson to pay more than half a billion dollars. Yeah, so that landmark judgment is going to change the game across the nation. Oklahoma ordering Johnson & Johnson to pay $572 million in a judgment Uh, based around the opioid crisis. Now, there are roughly 1,500 similar lawsuits filed by state, local, and tribal governments all over the nation. And uh, this settlement is probably going to change the way those are negotiated, those are adjudicated, basically setting a precedent showing that the companies that irresponsibly uh, pushed the opioid medications, regardless of the problems with addiction and, and, and health issues related to those medications, uh, basically showing them to be liable. So this is going to change the way things happen for a long time. And of course, this problem stretches from coast to coast across the nation. So we're going to see it being dealt with in a new way. Puerto Rico is bracing itself as Hurricane Dorian gathers strength, uh, heading for its shores. Of course, they're still recovering uh, from last year's Hurricane Maria, or excuse me, 2017's Hurricane Maria. I guess around 30,000 homes still have little more than a blue tarp holding their roof down, keeping them weather tight. They're saying people still have uh, PTSD from that last uh, go-round with a, with a major hurricane, and uh, they are basically buckling in and ex- hoping for the best but kind of expecting the worst there. So our hearts go out to Puerto Rico. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. Fit show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Look, safety on the internet and social media is a big deal for parents. You want to be able to keep an eye on what your kids are doing. So a lot of people have what's called a burner, basically an Instagram account that's fake where you can sort of follow your kids and see what they're doing. Right. Well, the ante is upped even higher when you're a celebrity. And none other than Alex Rodriguez, former Mariners player and former Yankees player, says he has a burner account. He's looking over at what his daughters are doing. They're 11 and 14. He has to change it up frequently so they don't catch on that it's him. And it's even hotter now because he's getting married to Jennifer Lopez, right? J-Lo. And so he wants to see what his kids are doing, mostly for their safety. Also, they're 11 and 14. He kind of wants to know what's up. Uh, He says the problem is, though, 
They are also watching his social media like a hawk. They're concerned, though, that he will embarrass them. Yeah. <laughs> and they and all the kids also have their own little burner accounts. And yes, at the same they time, they oh, all yeah. have their secret chats going on in Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when my daughter, Chloe, she was a senior in high school. There was like nine people in her high school while they were in class having this Snapchat chat. And we were watching every, and then we busted them right in the middle. And then they all started freaking out and logging off. But you're right. It's just... They always find different ways to to communicate. Right or the youngin, they could even communicate on uh, like Xbox and stuff. Is that true? Oh yeah, you can do it on any video gaming console that has Wi-Fi because you can message each other on there. And even if that's gone, most of the times you'll see somebody walk up and be like, "Hey, do you have an old iPod I can use? Or like, is there anything that I can like an old touchpad?" So you're saying if if, if, if the kids want or teenagers want to find a way to communicate, they're going to find a way. No matter. I even heard somebody uh, was sending someone like a Facebook message from their refrigerator that had Wi-Fi or something. Oh yeah. Anything that has a screen on it that you can log into the internet, that is that is your gateway to the universe. This is crazy. This is yeah. we are here. I like how he says, you know, people are always come up to you like you got an old iPod touch or something. Oh yeah, like it's, it's like an itch. It's like an addict. <laughs> I need the webs, man. I need the W's. Okay, Ryder, remember a week or so back we were talking about the one thing in life that would make us happy, and you said Oh, the screen accurate bat suit? Absolutely. All you need is $145,000, and it will be yours. The complete bat suit worn by <gasps> Michael Keaton, oh one of God. several items going up for auction at a movie prop house in London called The Prop Store. I don't care what anybody says. Michael Keaton was a great Batman. He was, he was. probably one of the best. I thought he was great. He was. Hands down. So you said a screen-ready bat suit is yes. what you're looking screen for? Screen accurate. Something that was like used <laughs> that could be used on, in a movie. <laughs> right. We asked him what a couple of days ago if there's anybody listening that could make Ryder the Young and a screen accurate bat suit. Did we get a response? I didn't get anything. Well, for M- a costly. Just go to London it and cost, buy one. It costs money, as you can tell. But uh, wait, how much was it? There's somebody uh, out there that'll make you a bat they're suit. They're saying it'll fetch between ninety-seven and one hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. Hey, hey, Fitz, can I get an advance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> next thirty-two years advance. <laughs> you know what'll go with that bat suit that they also have up for auction? Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber from Star Wars: Revenge of no the Sith. Kidding, the purple one. That's right. Uh, Jack Nicholson's axe from The Shining. And here's what I want to get my hands on: one of Monty Python's holy hand grenades. What? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> For between Johnny. 60 and 120K. Wow. <laughs> there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Yeah. The legendary Fitz happens live. Fitz? Fitz. With an F? With an F. <laughs> Fitz happens. Fitz, it's the Fitz Show. Playlist profiling is on. Can we decode your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs from your personal playlist? We're about to find out. We have a mystery caller on hold right now, and we don't know anything about them. Again, all we know is three songs. Real quick, grab something to take notes with. Legal pad, maybe your cell phone, tablet, uh, good old pen and paper. And while you're doing that, we're going to try to guess the gender the age, the car, profession. We're going to try to figure out if our mystery caller is single or married. And we're going to try to figure out how many kids they have based off of three songs and three songs alone. Song number one, Temptations, My Girl. Song number two, Blake Shelton, God's Country. I saw the light in a sunrise sitting back in a 40 on the muddy riverside getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running. And song number three, Beyonce, Halo. And while you're jotting down some final notes, I'll give you just a couple of seconds, okay? Mm. We're trying to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids? Uh, All right, it's Fitz. Hmm. 
Looking at the, uh, the Temptations, you know, the song My Girl, this is definitely uh, a female. You know, Beyonce, I'm feeling the female vibe, but she's also a little country at heart. Definitely a female. As I look at this play, uh, these three songs from her playlist, Temptations, Blake Shelton, Beyonce, kind of reminds me of my wife's playlist, Bethany the Mouth from the South. I'm going to say she's about 39 years old, drives a Cadillac Escalade. Her profession is she works in real estate, definitely married with two children. Drew, what say you? Oh, it's so different, so different. This is a guy. Why would a girl have my girl on there? He's singing that to his girl. That's like a special. The, the reason that nostalgia it reminds song's on there, her of, of of something that once was. This is the song. It's like his song for his lady. He's very passionately in love with his lady. He's thirty one years old. He drives a BMW. He is a car salesman. That that partially explains the the variety here. He's married. That he he and that woman are they are tight. It's them against the world. You ought to appreciate that. Fits, but they have no kids yet. All right, Claire, what about you? This is definitely a woman. This is a very cool woman. She is 33 years old. Now, her personal vehicle is a Toyota Corolla, but she's not in it that much. She's usually in the work car because she is a police officer. She is married and has two kids. And Ryder the Youngin. I got to tell you, man. For a second there, I thought this was just Fitz. This sounds like something that would be in his playlist. <laughs> so female. No, definitely went with male on this one because I think it's somebody who is a lot like Fitz. I'm going to say they're 37. I think they're even driving a Bronco. <gasps> you said it's a male or female? I'm saying it's a male. Oh, wow. Uh, I think that they work for security for Amazon. This could be my new buddy. I think they're married with two kids. All right, profile, our mystery caller we're going to find out who it is next. I, uh, th- this is the part that makes me so nervous. The big reveal in minutes. It happens live. Hey, so this is the part where we remind you that you're listening to The Fit Show. Thank you. This is The Fit Show. We are back with playlist profiling. If you are just tuning in, we're about to go to our mystery caller. Again, the songs one more time. All right, folks, time for the big reveal of Playlist Profiling as we go to our mystery caller now. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? Female. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) How old are you? 32. Oh. Getting close. What do you drive? I drive a Toyota Highlander. Oh. Wow. So an SUV, right? Yep. What is your profession? I am an office manager. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Are you single or married? I got married on Saturday. Congratulations to you. Thank you. And do you have any babies? Do you have any children? Three babies. Oh, my gosh. I think I might be close. Okay. Uh, My buddy Drew over here is doing all of his calculations and tabulations. We're going to figure out who got closest to profiling you. Hang on one second. Okay, Drew, what's it looking like? It's becoming a game of horseshoes. Who can just get closer <laughs> without actually getting much right? Uh, I, unfortunately, got only one right, that she was married. I was a mile off. Ryder also only got that she was married. Neither of us were anywhere Dang. close. We both thought it was a guy. Fitz and Claire both guessed that she was female. That's a point each. They both also figured that she was married. That's a point. That's where the right answers end. So it's a tie at two. That? I said she was 39 and she was, how old are you? 32. 32. See, I'm close in age. Uh Claire has 33. Claire said 33. Dang, So she got a lot closer. Uh, However, you both got two kids to her three, so that's close. But Claire's got you there. Claire also had the brand right. She had Toyota Corolla, (gasps) Toyota Highlander, but the age is enough. Oh, my gosh. Claire has got the win. Claire for the victory. Claire for the victory. Somebody beat Fitz finally. (laughs) Also, she said she's an office manager, and I said she was a police officer, so I got that one right. You got the win. So you're saying because you're saying because it starts with an O. That's right. Uh, Let me ask you, what is your name? My name is Keisha. Does it feel weird to be profiled? Well, my name's Keisha, but it happens more often than you might think. (laughs) 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 It's the Fit Show.
This is amazing. This just happened a couple of days ago. Uh, a woman in Atlanta, uh, her name is Dawn, hired a personal trainer. And since then, she's lost a ton of weight. But it turns out uh, she wasn't just doing it for her own health. Because earlier this month, she revealed to her family that she only decided to get in shape because she wanted to save her dad by giving him a kidney. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, her dad's name is I think it's Lucius. Luscious or Lucius? Probably Although Luscious is pretty cool. But it's probably <laughs> Lucius. Lucius Daniels. He's 74. He's been doing dialysis twice a week because mm. um, he has stage four kidney failure. And after he was diagnosed a couple of years ago, Don got tested and found out that they had the same blood type. Doctors told her that she couldn't be a kidney donor because her body mass index was too high. So over the next 16 months, she started working out, eating better. She dropped 55 pounds. And 30 inches off of her waist. But she didn't tell anyone why she was doing it until she finally told her dad just recently. Isn't that unbelievable? Wow. wow. That's really incredible that yeah. she had the fortitude to stick that out yeah. for someone yeah. else. Like yeah. Not just for herself. Not for vanity. Not for her own health. But for his health. His would life. you Would you do that You know, for your mama, Drew? Would you get back to Mr. Olympia stat, uh, Mr. Olymp- Olympic status and you know get the eight-pack back for your mama to give her a, a kidney? I don't know if she'd want me to. She'd probably say keep it. Really? Yeah. I, I would offer. You know what this is? This is more evidence I don't think that Drew's mother exists because <laughs> I've known Drew for over 14 years. I've never seen the woman. See, my Not mom once. would say. Now he's saying, yeah. She would say. I'm old, you know. I don't. I don't need it. You, you live your life. Keep your kidney. Live a long life. Do you think she would say that? Even though you could still live your normal life with one kidney, you still don't think that she would take it to extend her life. How sick is she in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow! And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fit happens. Makeup or breakup, where we have a real couple join the show. They air out some of their drama that they have going on in their relationship. And basically, they hope that you kind of play therapist and help them out should they make up or break up. And this isn't easy. It's not easy to come on the show, air out your drama. Hi, Tara. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for your message uh, at facebook.com slash follow fits. I really appreciate it. And what grabbed me was in the subject, it says mama. (laughs) (laughs) And so I clicked on it. And Tara, from what I understand, you've been dating your boyfriend, Zach, for about six months now. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, it's been about six months. Yeah, we've been dating. Mm Mm-hmm. So, go ahead and share with the class why in the subject you had mama-makeup or breakup. What's going on with your boyfriend's mom? Yeah, so, you know, I've been dating Zach, and things have been going really great and progressing, and he's a really sweet guy and, you know, seems to be, you know, so many great things, and... You know, it feels a little too good to be true, but there is a little bit of an issue. Um, I kind of have realized by just observing, he's kind of mean to his mom, to his mother. And it really bothers me. Um, He's just kind of rude when he talks to her. He ignores her call, you know. And so I just, it really concerns me because I feel like, you know, how you treat your mother is, is a reflection of how you treat other people. But, you know, he's really sweet to me and to other people that I interact with. So I'm just really confused. Like, you have some examples of how he's... Does, does he scream at his mom? You know, just kind of uh, cuts her off, you know, doesn't answer her calls, just kind of really, I don't know, short with her, gets frustrated easily. Um, you know, it just seems like he's just so annoyed by her at all times. And it's built for no apparent reason on... You know, I'm like, she's being a nice person. I don't really understand it. Have you, have you, and you've met the mom. You like her. Yes. That's, that's the crazy thing I've met. I've met his mom. She's very sweet and very kind. And I really can't imagine why he is doing this. And it's just like, it's like her voice or just anything she says just really tips him off. And he's just super um, impatient with her and rude and, 
Um, you know, oh, I don't so like this dude already. He's calling. I don't want to answer. You know, it's just weird. He's mean to his mama. I don't like him already. Okay. All right. Well, hang on. Yeah. Um, and has he ever, you know, talked to you the way you say yeah. that he speaks to his mother? No. I mean, it's only been six months. So, <laughs> you know, I, uh, but no, he has never, you know, he's always really sweet. He's almost like overly sweet and extra kind. Hmm. Um, like he's covering something up. So, Anybody else in his family that he's like this with? Somehow shift one day, or if this is just he has some sort of issue. He's never told me anything about anything going on with his mom. I really don't understand what the deal is. Well, Tara, I think you hit a nerve here because the messages have already started. A lot of people are saying you're just in a honeymoon period. If he's that way to his mom, that's your future. I mean, is there a reason why? If you're seeing that, is there a reason why you want to continue? Do you think there's like a, a catch here or do you, do you think this isn't him i mean you know it's one of those, i don't want to hold anyone's past you know there could have been something that happened i don't know about could have been some trauma i don't know you know what i mean like everyone has a past of course and i don't want to hold that against him he's a really great guy we have a great relationship it's going great so far this is definitely an issue. Um, my mom passed away a few years ago, and so for me, it's like I can't imagine how anyone would not cherish their mom. I don't care what happened. Right. And so it's just, it's a trigger point for me, and so maybe I'm, like, being more sensitive. I don't know if that's something that's happening with me. Maybe I'm being extra sensitive where, like, other people would be like, oh, yeah, that's your mom. Like, you get annoyed with her because she's asking you a million questions. Um, I don't know. Right. So, well, it's only fair we get Zach's side in a couple of minutes. As you know, Zach is is on hold right now, and he's voluntarily coming on the show. We're going to chat with him next and get to the bottom of it. And wherever you are right now, should they make up or, or break up? And Tara, hang on for me. We're going to get your boyfriend Zach on in just a couple minutes. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. Live. Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up, right in the middle of it right now. And Tara sent me a Facebook message at facebook.com slash follow fits. And uh, first of all, Tara, how are you? Hi, how's it going? Good. In your Facebook message, you kind of alluded that your boyfriend, Zach, is really, really mean to his mom on the phone, screams at his mom, sometimes says bad things about his his mother. It's concerning you about your relationship. Uh, before we talk to Zach... I do want to say that this couple has voluntarily came on the show in the hopes that uh, maybe you can give them some good advice right now. Tara, anything else you want to add before we uh, we pick up Zach? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now is Zach. Hey, Zach. How are you? Hi there. Um, I'm sure it's been kind of weird listening to the radio, you know, um, the past few minutes, especially when somebody is saying that you're you're mean to your mom. Uh, and obviously, you know you know why you're on today, but is that true? Are, are you mean to your mother in front of your, your girlfriend? No, I'm not mean to my mother. It's ridiculous. Well, she says that there are times where you've actually started screaming at your mom. If your mom calls you, you hit the decline button, that you're really annoyed with your mother. You hit the decline button. I, I First of all, I hit the decline button if I don't have time to take somebody's call. It's not just my mom. I mean, everybody does that, right? With you never sent your mom the voicemail? I, I send people the voicemail all the time. What's the big deal? Tara, he, he obviously feels like he's not mean to his mother. Uh, would you say that's the truth? I wouldn't say that's the truth. I mean, I, I've been around you plenty of times whenever, you know, you've been short with her, impatient, saying mean things, and I just don't understand it. I, I really don't know what she's talking about. I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I, I'm no... No nicer or meaner to my mother than any other average person, I would say. Well, my, my mom and I have a very good relationship, and we always have. Uh, hey, I, this is kind of ridiculous. Uh, Tara, do you mind if I bring up that one that one detail from your Facebook message about you said that you, you, you have observed him calling his mother the B word on several occasions in front of you? Yeah, that's, I don't define that as a good relationship. That's not yeah, normal. That's no. Yeah. It's not normal to call your mom the B word. No, it's, you know, it's like they say, I, I can call my mom the B word. You can't. No. I don't think I don't they do that, that at all. <laughs> Who says that? Where's that no. quote? Oh, the, the text. So disrespectful. I mean, maybe you could say that about your brothers and sisters, but never your mama. No, <laughs> that's your mom. <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, Zach, you kind of knew what we were coming on the show for today. You know, um, 
Are you saying that in no way, shape, or form that you are not uh, rude uh, to your mother at all, that you've never called your mother the B-word in front of your girlfriend, no. Tara, that this is all a lie? Is, is she lying to us right now? No, I, I'm not saying I, I, I'm not saying I've never called her the, the B-word. No, I've I, I referenced her as that. I, I, but no, I do, not, I, I do not maintain that I'm any monster or anything to my mother. This is uh, blown out of proportion. And the only reason I'm on here is just, it's, you know, I want to make my girlfriend happy, and, and and but no, this is stupid. Well, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that we're wasting your time. Um, no, that's all right. You know, is these there, are the things we do for love, right? Well, yeah, yeah. There you go. Is yeah. there is there maybe anything that I don't know? Is there a reason you might be mad at your at, at your mom? Because that's what I'm feeling right now. I feel that there's I'm definitely not mad a little. At my en- mom. Sorry, I'm not mad at my mom. Okay, all right. Hey, Tara, anything else you want to add? I mean, I don't understand it. Like, I just, I, it's not really going to work for me long term if this is how you're going to treat your mom. Oh. Okay. Well. I mean, Zach, you knew, you knew why we were getting on this call today, and you're blatantly, like, denying, like, the truth. And, you know, I can't, I cannot work with that. Like, I can, I understand there may be some issue that you haven't told me about with your mom, and that's why you act like this, but. You know, I lost my mom. You know about this. This is a sensitive subject for me. And for you to just say that you're treating her like you treat everybody else, that's not the case. And it really concerns me because what if you start to treat me like this, you know? So I don't I don't think that we can continue if you're not going to be honest. Well, I, I, first of all, I am being honest. I've said this exact same things to you off the air as I'm saying on the air. But if that's the, that's the way you want it, well, then, you know. I guess it's over then. That, that's your call. All right, hang on, you guys. I'm going to put you on hold. And uh, uh, there's obviously a lot of text messages coming in right now. Should they make up or break up? Uh, and, and as I promise you guys, we're going to pass you our therapist number, okay? And, and hopefully, if, if you do want to salvage your salvage your relationship, you'll give them a call, okay? Go ahead. This is Fitz Happens Live. Live. This is the Fit Show. Makes you feel alive. Pull out, pull out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz Happens Live. Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up. Right in the middle of it right now. And a lot of messages coming in. Should they make up or break up? Hi, Becca. Hi. Thank you so much for calling. Um, Your thoughts on this. Go ahead. Normally, I would say break up with him but a recent experience i had leads me to say you need to do some investigation on zach's mother because i was recently in a relationship where the same thing was happening to me and then i got to know the mother i thought i'll be the glue to fix this relationship and then i realized that the mother was crazy like she started writing erotic literature about my man and I distributing it to our mutual friends on social media. That's Clingy, a weird crazy. So it's possible that Zach is keeping her away because she is a nutcase. But just because you had mommy, mama erotica <laughs> doesn't mean... I, I, I think there's a code between especially a man and his mama, right? A boy and his mother. You don't, uh, even if your mom is, is mommy dearest, I mean, you know what I mean? You, you don't talk that way to, to your mother. And, I mean, obviously there's some sort of deep issue but, with this guy and his mom, but well, it doesn't but give he, him a right to talk bad to her. But he just keeps saying that that's their relationship and that's the yeah. way it is. And, like, he's he's acting as if they're both comfortable with it. With what, being rude to each other all the time? But yeah. why? Why is he doing that? Is it because he's trying to keep her separate from his new perfect six-month relationship and doesn't want to mess it up because she's crazy? Maybe. Okay, uh, this is getting deep. Perspective. Marcus, make up a breakup. Well, in this case, I think I got to say, um, people are being unfair to this guy, in my opinion. I think they've got to, I mean, try to make up. It sounds like Tara is not really considering that she doesn't know his history with his mom. Like, they, she doesn't know their relationship. They could have had, like, a really bad relationship, and this was their way to come together on it, you know? Interesting. So you're saying uh, the way he, he talks back to Mama... That's how he just deals with maybe how he was. You know what? That Patrick Swayze documentary just came out, and in it, apparently, Patrick Swayze's mother was very abusive to him. Did you guys know that? Oh, no. yeah, no. it just came out a couple of days ago. Um, so, still though, still though, I think that's a big red flag for for anyone if somebody's man is talking bad to their mama. Don't you think? 
it is. I just, I hate to be, you know, there's something in his voice that's not right. I, mm-hmm. I understand that it was Becca that called. Right. And, and, and this call, I understand where you guys are coming from, but there's a vibe that I am getting that tells me uh, this is in him. What are the not text messages her. saying? Well, Drew? the texts are really agreeing with what Clara's saying. They're saying the guy sounds like a jerk. Zach is getting no quarter here yeah. with yeah. the P1s. It says he sounds like a jerk. Stop trying to make a fit. Uh, it, he He's that way because he's that way. There's one here that says uh, anyone who talks to his mom like that's a piece of trash. Um, I, I honestly don't think people are giving him much of a chance. All right, the, give, give us a percentage. Uh, make up or breakup. What are our P1 saying? This one's clear. It's it's better than 90% breakup. Nobody likes Zach. All right. Oh, my God. Real. Funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. <laughs> the effort to hold someone accountable for this nation's devastating opioid crisis, more than 40 states have sued the companies that manufactured or distributed prescription painkillers, ordering Johnson & Johnson to pay more than half a billion dollars. In- yeah, so that landmark judgment is going to change the game across the nation. Oklahoma ordering Johnson & Johnson to pay $572 million in a judgment uh, based around the opioid crisis. Now, there are roughly 1,500 similar lawsuits filed by state, local, and tribal governments all over the nation. And uh, this settlement is probably going to change the way those are negotiated, those are adjudicated, basically setting a precedent showing that the companies that irresponsibly uh, pushed the opioid medications, regardless of the problems with addiction and, and, and health issues related to those medications, uh, basically showing them to be liable. So this is going to change the way things happen for a long time. And, of course, this problem stretches from coast to coast across the nation. So we're going to see it being dealt with in a new way. Puerto Rico is bracing itself as Hurricane Dorian gathers strength, uh, heading for its shores. Of course, they're still recovering uh, from last year's Hurricane Maria, or excuse me, 2017's Hurricane Maria. I guess around 30,000 homes still have little more than a blue tarp holding their roof down, keeping them weather tight. They're saying people still have uh, PTSD from that last uh, go-around with a, with a major hurricane, and uh, they are basically buckling in and ex- hoping for the best but kind of expecting the worst there. So our hearts go out to Puerto Rico. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Claire was saying that you're thinking about getting rid of your CDs. Yeah. Like your mm-hmm. CDs, your your coasters. The coasters. That's what I call them. <laughs> I've been carrying them around in boxes for years. Anytime I want to listen to something, I yeah. just I have it on my phone or online or on YouTube. Yeah. I never actually, but I for some reason I can't let go of those discs. Is it because the amount of money that you, you put so. into those CDs? Think yeah. about it. I mean, you spend anywhere between twelve and seventeen dollars on those things back in the day, or maybe you yeah. bought some used for five or ten bucks. But it's not like I can add up those boxes and have them be worth hundreds of dollars. If right. I took them down to a store, I'd be lucky to get a dollar a piece for each. That's of them, true. Right? So that's you just use them as frisbees or coasters. Yeah, they're just weight. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know what right to now do. they're just weighing down shelves, right? Yeah. Somebody help me. Tell I, me. What I'm to in do. the exact same dilemma. You I have too? a box of CDs in the garage. You guys yeah. have, hang them on your wall. I like get little tacks and, and hang them up, or you know, I don't know. Remember they used to hang up records. Yeah. Oh no, you can do that. But I mean, like you guys have laptops. You guys can just burn the music onto. We did. Your, Oh, you already did that? Oh, yeah, it's Throw done. Throw them in the trash. Burn them. I know. No, that's the thing. Them. Sharon has spent hours and hours and hours burning everything. Or, oh, or yeah. Sharon could just make like a beautiful collage of CDs. Actually, she'd be really good at that. That's actually a great idea. A Coast CD like or Frisbees. Picture I'm telling frame you. CDs or, yeah, Coast, yeah. But uh, Ryder the Young, and weren't you telling me that like there's been this sort of a, a resurgence of, of vinyl and records and everybody's all excited about vinyl and records and stuff now? It's like coming oh, back. Yeah. No, vinyl is huge right now. It's kind of Why, weird. Uh, I don't know. One of my best friends, Dylan, uh, he, he grew up around here too, but he has been huge into vinyl since I think two years ago. Yeah, no, he's been collecting for I think he's dumped probably about two grand into his record collection. Mm. Hey, it's insane. If you have any advice on what Claire should do with her CDs, I mean, really all of us, I think, are kind of in that boat. Uh-oh. You guys know I'm a daddy, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys know I have five babies, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys know I like to tell jokies, right? Oh, no. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because, Dad, your jokes are the worst. 
I'm deathly afraid of elevators. I take a lot of steps to avoid them. Oh my gosh. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, that one hurt. It's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. It's the Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And our freedoms are not free. Our way of life and our freedom to live that life are a uniquely American opportunity. And we get to keep living this life because of the men and women who are committed to keeping this country and its way of life free. We get inspiration from our troops. You know, just about everybody is proud of our troops. But this salute is from a proud nephew. Jake Abernathy wanted to recognize his uncle for his incredible contribution and his commitment to this country. Today we are saluting Sergeant Major Terry Sutton of the United States Army. Terry served his nation for almost 25 years. Yeah, and by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, Sergeant Major is the highest uh, rank you can achieve as as an enlisted man. Now, uh, I know I always ask you to explain, Drew, because uh, Drew is a United States Marine, by the way, everybody. But, Drew, when you say commitment, uh, you know, uh, of being a sergeant major, explain, like, you know, the time and sacrifice that it, and discipline that it really does take to become a sergeant major. Well, most, in most cases, uh, not everyone will make sergeant major, period. Even if you stayed in for 20, 25 years, you would not necessarily be guaranteed sergeant major. That is for, you have to stand out. You have to be better. You have to do more. You have to be, it's the best of the best, have right? that commitment, right? Uh, you are a leader of, of people. And, uh, I mean, it, like I said, the, it's going to take, even for the guy who is headed there, or the person who's headed there, you aren't going to get there in less than probably 20 years. Wow. Well, Terry served his nation for almost 25 years, and joining the Army in 1994, Terry Sutton became a ranger soon after. What they say about rangers? They run toward the danger, don't they? Mm-hmm. He served all the way until 2016, completing five tours to Iraq and Afghanistan. On his last two tours, he successfully led a company of soldiers in a very dangerous theater of operations. I mean, he saw a bunch of it. Sergeant Major Terry Sutton retired from the Army in 2016, but he is still active on base going there to help out and staying involved with the troops. A career in the Army, it's, it's more than a career. It's a life. All Americans owe a little bit to men like Terry Sutton who take on that life, who took it on every day for over 25 years and still continues to, so that we could all live our lives. Mm-hmm. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you, I'm here. Thank you so much for sending me What Are You Kidding Me? Stories on a daily basis at facebook.com slash follow fits. I kick things off with a very, very uh, exciting What the Florida story. Redneck woman. A man in Florida got into an argument with a woman over her drinking. So she immediately chugged two beers, crushed the cans. I'm not going to tell you what she crushed the cans with. No. <laughs> what a woman. I'm sure you could see it on YouTube, but. <laughs> After she chugged two beers, what do you think happened? Drew. Stripped off her kit, like all of her clothes, all, all gone. Huh. Drew, that is incorrect. And frankly, I'm, I'm a little bit offended that you went there. Well, it's, it's a woman in Florida chugging beers. Like, how would I not go there? That's the natural direction the story points in. Okay. Claire? Saying share karaoke. After she drank two beers? Yeah. 
You are absolutely incorrect. Oh, dang. Yeah. I thought she was right. I was so yeah, excited for a minute there. Right at the young one, what did she do after chugging two beers? Threw a spinning roundhouse kick at that dude. <laughs> According uh, to what the report says, she proceeded to quote, Stone Cold Steve Austin, my beep. That's what the report says. She she completely went Stone Cold Steve Austin on him. Oh, she gave him the old stunner? What's the stunner? The Stone Cold Stunner is where he kicks him in the gut. He turns around, he puts him like a reverse headlock and drops him down. Oh, my God. Hang on. Let me Google this. <gasps> yes. Apparently, she did use Stone Cold's signature move, the stunner. <laughs> A kick to the gut, followed by a neck breaker called the, oh my God, Ryder the Young, impressed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So impressive. I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also, don't get drunk with Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> we throw him back like Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get people to stunner if, uh... if they get out of line? I'll throw yeah. them stunner. All right, then. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Look, safety on the internet and social media is a big deal for parents. You want to be able to keep an eye on what your kids are doing. So a lot of people have what's called a burner. Basically an Instagram account that's fake where you can sort of follow your kids and see what they're doing. Right. Well, the uh, ante is up even higher when you're a celebrity. And none other than Alex Rodriguez, former Mariners player and former Yankees player, says he has a burner account. He's looking over at what his daughters are doing. They're 11 and 14. He has to change it up frequently so they don't catch on that it's him. And it's even hotter now because he's getting married to Jennifer Lopez, right? J-Lo. And so he wants to see what his kids are doing, mostly for their safety. Also, they're 11 and 14. He kind of wants to know what's up. Uh, He says the problem is, though, they are also watching his social media like a hawk. They're concerned, though, that he will embarrass them. Yeah. (laughs) And and all the kids also have their own little burner accounts. And at the same time, they all have their secret chats going on in Snapchat. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget when my daughter, Chloe, she was a senior in high school. There was like nine people in her high school while they were in class having this Snapchat chat. And we were watching every, and then we busted them right in the middle, and then they all started freaking out and logging off. But you're right. It's just, they always find different ways to, to communicate. Right, or the young and they could even communicate on, uh, like, Xbox and stuff. Is that true? Oh, yeah, you can do it on any video gaming console that has Wi-Fi, because you can message each other on there. And even if that's gone, most of the times you'll see somebody walk up and be like, hey, do you have an old iPod I can use? Or, like, is there anything that I can, like, an old touchpad? So you're saying if, 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 if the kids want, or teenagers want to find a way to communicate, they're going to find a way. No matter. I even heard somebody uh, was sending someone, like, a Facebook message from their refrigerator that had Wi-Fi or something. Oh, yeah. Anything that has a screen on it that you can log into the Internet, that is <laughs> that is your gateway to the universe. This is crazy. This is We are here. I like how he says, you know, people always come up to you like, you got an old iPod touch or something? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's like an itch. It's like an addict. <laughs> I need the webs, man. I need the W's. Okay, Ryder, remember a week or so back we were talking about the one thing in life that would make us happy, and you said... Oh, the screen-accurate Batsuit? Absolutely. All you need is $145,000, and it will be yours. The complete Batsuit worn by <gasps> Michael Keaton, oh, one of God. several items going up for auction at a movie prop house in London called The Prop Store. I don't care what anybody says. Michael Keaton was a great Batman. He, he was, was probably one of the best. I thought he was great. He was. Hands down. So you said a screen-ready Batsuit is yeah. what you're looking for? Screen-accurate, something that, was like used, <laughs> that could be used on... <laughs> In a movie. Right. We asked him one a couple of days ago if there's anybody listening that could make Ryder the Youngin a screen accurate bat suit. Did we get a response? I didn't get anything. Well, it, for it's costly. Kids, just go to London it and costs, buy one. It costs money, as you can tell. But uh, wait, how much was it? There's somebody uh, out there that'll make you a bat they're suit. They're saying it'll fetch between ninety-seven and one hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. Hey, hey, Fitz, can I get an advance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> next thirty-two years advance. <laughs> You know what'll go with that bat suit that they also have up for auction? Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber from Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith. No Sith. kidding, the purple one. That's right. Uh, Jack Nicholson's axe from The Shining. And here's what I want to get my hands on: one of Monty Python's holy hand grenades. What? Yes. <laughs> for between Johnny. sixty and hundred and twenty k. Wow. <laughs> there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. The legendary Fitz happens live. Real. I love that he is for real. Funny. Oh, he's amazing. He's hilarious. He has the best personality ever. If I could marry him, I would. The Fit Show.
snap what you see and send it back to me. If uh, um, Pixar, you're not listening. I just don't want to see. I just really want to see what's going on from your eyes right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits with a Z. Just go to Facebook, type in follow fits. Hey, Drew, where do you want people to follow you? Uh, go to my Instagram. It's at Critical Drew. Uh, hey, Claire, what's up? How are you? I'm good. It's either Instagram, Claire Beverly Radio, or Twitter, at Claire Beverly. And Ryder the Youngin, where would you like people to follow you? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, it's all Ryder the Youngin, but Youngin is spelled Y-O-U-N-G-N. Youngin. The Youngin. Give us a specific reason real quick that you could remember getting grounded as a kid. I want to hear from you right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, just... A specific reason you could remember getting grounded as a kid. I'll never forget junior year of high school, homemaking, Miss C's class, and apparently she said that I made an inappropriate little something-something with a cucumber, and it's not true. Uh, She asked what it was, and I told her it was a rocket, and um, she didn't believe me, so she sent me down to Mr. Parrish's office, who uh, said, all right, you want D-Hall or licks? I said, give me a couple of licks. So I took uh, two licks for, for that, and he told me to look up on the wall at the picture of John Wayne. <laughs> he goes, all right, Fitz, tell me if he winks at you. Boom! So I got my licks, and I straight up got grounded for making a little little doodad out of, a, out of a cucumber. What about you guys? Uh, I came after my sister with a, a power tool one time. I got oh. me in trouble. <laughs> There's a warning sign. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was yeah. upsetting me. I had a, I happened to have a jigsaw in my hand, and I basically just pointed at her and hit the trigger. So, I wasn't even close to her, but she went running and screaming and crying to my parents, and then I got grounded, Drew. and I, I lost the right to use the power tools for a little while. Chasing family members with power tools? My sister, my sister Misty, was her. crazy. She would straight up grab knives and chase us around the house. Oh, man. If you have a lot of brothers and sisters picking up knives and stuff and running after your family, it was quite normal. Oh, yeah. 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 My, my oldest household. sister and I used to get. We'd, we'd go after it like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been slammed through a coffee table or two. <laughs> Claire, uh, <laughs> any particular reason you got grounded as a kid? I never got grounded. No kidding. No, I was really Were you good a really kid. just a good child? I was a good kid. I did everything I was supposed to do, and I was- My didn't... gosh. I mean, I was talked back to my dad and was sassy and all that stuff in 15, 16, <laughs> like a normal kid, Yeah. but nothing groundable. Right at the youngin'? Oh, man, I got in trouble a lot growing up. <laughs> I was the youngest He's actually of four... on, on restrictions right now. Yeah, <laughs> I was the youngest of four boys. I'm still serving time. Yeah. Uh, probably the worst one. I remember my brother had just bought a brand new truck, and we thought it would be funny to go put shaving cream all over it. Oh. Completely destroyed the paint. Yeah. Started stripping oh, it. Shaving cream will do that. Yeah. Yes, that's awful. Yeah. The uh, you said that, I started cringing. You're lucky you only got grounded. Oh, no. I, yeah, I, I got whooping. Got ground up. I got a whooping for that. Okay. Right. You should have been straight up sent to juvie for that. <laughs> for like two years. Wasn't hey, that nice uh, of a truck? Let's go to Melissa. Melissa, what about you? Any specific reason you can remember getting grounded? Well, first let me tell you, I was the cool sister, and my sister had glasses and the braces that went around your head, you oh, know, yeah. the outside one. Headgear, headgear, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yep. My parents were going away for a motorcycle ride, and they told me I had to stay home and help her clean her room. So I went outside, and I stuck the hose in the screen, and I flooded her room, and I said I was helping her wash her carpet. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I was like 12 or 13. Uh-huh. No no iPad for you when you when No, uh that's a major time now. house is going to need a new foundation. Yeah. Oh, well, they really water does that? Well, it depends oh, on yeah. how much got. If she flooded it, wow, it could be serious enough. long-term damage. Hey Brock, what about you? Give me a specific reason you could remember getting grounded as a kid. Um, I got grounded as a kid um because I have an older sibling and there are six years between us. Um, so naturally there was that feuding going on and one day I threw a TV remote at her and I broke two of her toes. Oh, oh no. Why? With a TV. I, I, I knocked out my sister's front tooth and didn't get grounded at all. Oh, What'd you throw? Dang. A train. Like a model train. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. But I was like three, so I didn't get in trouble. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. What have we learned today and wherever you are right now? If uh, if you're at home or at work in the car, listening on the app or your smart speaker, or uh, you have the thousand ways that uh, we are delivered to you, let us know what you picked up from the show today. All right, here's what I got. I learned that there are already 10,000 multimillionaires just from playing video games. Yes, you guys, it is that huge. I mean... I knew it, but I guess I really didn't know it. I mean, when I heard, you know, a couple of weeks ago that one kid won 
what, million. Two yeah. point, yeah, three something million dollars. Yeah. Just playing video games. Fortnite, yeah. And they're just playing in front of screens while audiences watch them for huge amounts of cash. And is it Fortnite where they're winning all that money? A lot of it's Fortnite right now because that's like the main popular game. But when the next one comes out, that will be the thing that reigns supreme. Yeah. Like it used to be Call of Duty. Now it's Fortnite and then it will be the next thing. And I expect a lot, uh, that a lot of these new millionaires are also Twitch millionaires. Probably not just from tournament winnings. We're probably talking about everyone who makes money on oh, playing yeah. games. Right. Oh, there's people that will jump on Twitch and be like, oh, hey, I love watching your stream. Here's 500 bucks. Would you think it would be weird if I like decided to give up everything, get on YouTube, learn how to play Fortnite, and really try to start making some serious cash? Yeah, yes. That would be such a horrible decision on your yes. part, and You're I'm only so saying that because I don't you know want to lose I my job. I think I might be offended. I don't want to lose my job, so I'm I telling might you it's be offended. Horrible... I'm you telling... and I could go join Fortnite. You and I met okay, at GameStop. Us, yeah, sure. It'd hey. be great. We <laughs> met at GameStop. We can go play for money. I'm going to let you. I'm gonna, you can practice on me. Hey, Ryder, I'm thinking about quitting my job and taking up tennis so I can beat Serena Williams. Is that a good idea? Well, no, that's not a good idea. See, that's what you think. Yep, there it is. No, no, no. I was telling you it wasn't <laughs> a good idea because I don't want to lose my job. Okay. <laughs> but if you want me to go along with you, uh, dude, let's blow this joint. No, what I'm going to do is we'll travel all the cities. I'm going to let you play in the games. And I'm just going to kick it in the hot tub in the hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do it. Serious <laughs> <laughs> manager. All right, Drew, what did we learn today? I learned that even big celebs like A-Rod have to have burner Instagram accounts to keep tabs on their kids. Oh, yeah, of course. Yep. But uh, give it up, A-Rod. The kids are probably way ahead of you on this one. They probably always know that's you. Stars, they're just like us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Claire, what did we learn today? I learned from Makeup or Breakup that men do not, that women do not like men who are mean to their mothers. Oh. And if you are mean to your mother and have a very good reason for it, you better fess up what it is because otherwise you just look like a jerk. Yeah. Okay. Right, are the youngin? What'd you learn today? Today during the Fitz Files, I learned that there's a screen-accurate Michael Keaton used bat suit for sale, and I'm going to be pinching my pennies for about, let me, uh, 40 years. <laughs> How much is that thing, like $150,000? Yeah, and it goes up for auction next month, so you might want to pinch faster. Dang okay. it! <laughs> uh, everybody have an awesome day. I want to thank everybody. Awesome show today. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, tomorrow, you guys, uh, All Jacked Up is back. Mm. Yeah. Yes. All right, my name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz, and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfitz.com.